Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Don't forget to bring someone to church tonight that needs the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Find someone that doesn't have the Holy Ghost and say, come on to church with me. Hallelujah. You need the Holy Ghost. Amen. Just like God filled me with the Holy Ghost, God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Just the way God delivered me from sin, God will deliver you from sin. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Matthew chapter 13, verse 13. Praise God. I'm going to back up to verse 10. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? And he answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever hath, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away even that he hath. Therefore speak I unto them in parables, because they seen see not, and hearing hear not, neither do they understand. Pardon me. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand. Seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their hearts and should be converted, and I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see these things which ye see, and have not seen them, and to hear those things which you hear, and have not heard them. Praise God. Let's ask the Lord to help us today. God, I thank you, Lord, for your word. God, I thank you, Lord, for this church. God, I ask you today, God, that your word would go forth. God, that it would fall upon good ground. In the name of Jesus Christ, God, I need your anointing today. God, I thank you, Lord, for the anointing of the Holy Ghost, God, to destroy every yoke. Hallelujah, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I love you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Praise God. You can be seated. This verse of scripture may seem at first glance to be somewhat uh, not cryptic, but even uh, it is somewhat uh, the way that Jesus said it, you have to understand what he was saying, amen, that this is not something that you can just read and catch it with understanding of 
knowledge, human knowledge, amen, but it has to be caught, amen, spiritually. And I might say that at the outset of this message that if you are carnal, amen, that you will not probably catch what I'm trying to preach here today, but if you're spiritual, amen, I believe that the Holy Ghost is going to talk to us today. Amen. I felt a, I felt a need uh, when I began to study this and I began to understand that this is more living for God, and I've always known this, but it's coming to even a greater impact in my life that living for God is more, amen, than just going through the motions, but it is relationship with God. Amen. It is something that you have got to take care of, that you have got to hear uh, the Word of God. You cannot just read something, but you've got to hear it. Amen. You can't just see something, but you've got to hear it with your ears. I can remember as a child that uh, my father would, he would get through talking to me, encouraging me, admonishing me, um, scolding me, whatever it may be. Uh, and when he was really serious about something, he would ask me, he says, did you just hear what I told you? And are you listening and are you hearing what God is saying to the church today? Amen. Uh, if, if the Spirit of God is not speaking to us and the Spirit of God is not dealing with us and the Spirit of God is uh, uh, not something that is uh, familiar to us, we will miss what God has for us. Amen. Thank God for that. Amen. Amen. It's a truth, amen, that we have got to hear, amen. And, and his disciples said to him, uh, if you go back to Matthew chapter 13 and about verse 9, Jesus said at the very end of the parable, he said to hear what he had just said. Amen. To hear what he had just said. Are you hearing what God would say to you today. Praise the Lord. Amen. And he said, they, he, they said to Jesus, they said, why are you telling these stories? Why are you talking in these parables? And uh, he, he reminded them, I'm sure that many times he would talk to them and every jot and tittle, amen, may not be written into the scriptures, but we can take the scriptures and understand that when Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you to become fishers of men, at that point they turned aside from life. They said something was just said to us that if we don't forsake the old life that we will miss what God is trying to say to us for the rest of our life. Well, praise the Lord. I just said a whole bunch in one statement right there. That if we don't turn aside from the old ways of living and hear what God is trying to speak to us, we will miss what God, amen, will say to us the rest of our life. Praise God. Amen. And from that time, Jesus said, hey, 
uh, since you decided to lay aside and turn, turn away from that old life, he said, you are going to start hearing and seeing spiritually. Amen. Uh, when, we, when we see children born, uh, immediately they begin to check out uh, their senses, their sense uh, uh, of smell and their sense of hearing and sense of sight. And it becomes pretty evident quickly that they can see something. And, they, and as they start, you can see their eyes looking around. And you can see uh, as they turn their head, they may not have a clue what they're looking at. But you know and you perceive uh, that they can see something going on. Uh, later in life, uh, one, of the, one of the great tests is when you go to school. Uh, the teacher says to you, Tell me what I just wrote on the board. And if you see that student squinting their eyes uh, and trying to see it, don't get any ideas because uh, uh, don't, don't try to fool the teacher because the teacher will figure you out. Uh, but if someone can't see, it pretty soon it's, it's, it, it's, it's understood that they need some corrective lenses and they need to be able to see what they're looking at. I'm preaching to you today, you not only need to hear, but you need to see what God has for you in your walk with God. Amen. It's not God's will for you just to come to church on a Sunday or on a Wednesday. Amen. And not God's will for you just to uh, see what God would do in a church service, but what God would do for you uh, every day that you live. Amen. See what God would do in your life. Uh, amen. Every day that you step outside the door of your house and say, okay, God, uh, what do you have for Nathan Carricker to do today? Uh, what do you have for Joel Carricker to do today? Uh, what do you have? Uh, oh, I'm preaching to you today. I'm trying to teach. But I, the Holy Ghost just spoke to me. Uh, amen. That you need to hear uh, and to see what God has for you to do. When you got baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, amen, you begin to see. God put some corrective lenses on your spiritual eyes. He healed your spiritual eyes. He gave you 2020. Now, sometimes with our natural eyes, we may have 2020 either corrected or, or if you're blessed with good eye vision and you're looking at something kind of unique that while I was reading my text, I tried my new Bible in the pulpit, and I realized that that's not my preaching Bible. I said, well, praise God. Amen. I can read that, and I can adjust it when I have it at arm's length, but when it's at the pulpit, that's not for the pulpit. Praise God. Amen. That's what happens with your old eyes. Praise God. Amen. But but when we get the Holy Ghost, uh, amen, all of a sudden we start seeing things uh, differently. Amen. We don't look at things like we used to. We say, well, wait a minute. Amen. I, I see something that God wants me to see today. I see something that uh, the Holy Ghost uh, is dealing with me that God wants me, amen, to do his work. Amen. God wants me, amen, to see what he sees. Oh, hallelujah. I don't want to see everything God sees, but when it comes to revival and when it comes to miracles and when it comes to signs and wonders, I want to see it. 
want to see it. When you made that decision, God starts giving you more. More what? More revelation. More spiritual understanding. He starts blessing you more. He starts putting that desire in your spirit. Amen. I, I, don't, I don't think that you, I don't feel like we get the Holy Ghost and get into the house of God and the kingdom of God just to sit back and have the same old desire. No, I, I feel like God puts a, he puts a giddy up and go and said, oh, I, I've got to do more for God. I, I want to work for God. I want to see God's works. Hey man, I refuse to sit back and just be a bench warmer. I'm going to be part of the kingdom of God. I'm going to be a participator in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. There is a, uh, uh, there, there is a, there's a call for all of us uh, uh, in this world. There's something trying to get you to participate somewhere, somehow. Uh, amen. But, oh, I forsook those nets. I forsook that life uh, so that I could become what God has called me uh, to become. Uh, oh, come on. I'm reaching for somebody here today, the devil. Uh, he's saying don't go to church. Don't pray. Uh, amen. Don't do what the pastor says. Don't, don't be holy. Uh, oh, but wait a minute. Uh, when he put his spirit in me it gives me that desire to be holy don't be afraid to be holy hey man you're, you're different when you get the Holy Ghost God changes you people notice it people say what in the world is going on in your life You know, I am the odd, odd duck in my neighborhood. And it really, it's sad. We have a whole neighborhood full, full of kids. And when my, when my boys and Ella, she's, she's getting a little older and she's not quite as outdoorsy as the boys were. But my boys were the only ones outside playing. I was like, what in the world is going on? And the devil has given this world so much opportunity to seclude them. Yeah, I'm not telling you something you don't know. Is it, there's every type of entertainment. There's every type. Uh, uh, and, and you know what it fulfills? It fulfills the lust of your flesh. It fulfills the things uh, that are very palatable to you, that taste good to the flesh, that make the flesh feel good for a season. And that season may be for 30 or 40 minutes, and then when you're done, you're saying, man, I wish I hadn't have done that. This nation is beset with drug addiction right now. Oh no, I don't I don't care about the rest of the world. I don't live there. But I know what our nation is as I read an article just the other day in Kensington uh, 
think Pennsylvania, somewhere, uh, I'm not very familiar with it, I think it's in, in Pennsylvania, but they were talking about how that they have this new drug that's cheaper than, than heroin and, and cocaine and and uh, it actually eats their flesh away, and they get infections very easily. Amen. And these people become so addicted to the things of the flesh that they don't care that it's going to kill them. They just keep on doing it. How much more? What would happen if we as the children of God would get addicted to the things of God, to the work of God, get addicted? Amen. That God, I've got to have some more Holy Ghost. Hey, God, this is something that I can't, I cannot ignore. I can't ignore my walk with God. My children depend on me. Oh, I'm preaching to you today. Amen. Church, don't let this world influence your walk with God. God said, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you greater revelation. I'm going to show you things you've never seen before. I'm going to show you, hey man, I'm a, hey, the first revelation you need to get in living for God is that there's just one God and his name is Jesus Christ. Jesus said to Peter, he said, upon this rock I will build my church. Who's the church? You, 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 you. Everybody in here, you're the church. How's he going to build you? You got to get on a sure foundation. You can't build your house and your walk with God on sinking sand. You can't build it on Hollywood. You can't build it on ungodly living. You can't build it on sin. You got to build it on Jesus Christ. Get on the rock. Get on the rock. And you know what? What sin produces is the works of the flesh. And so the parent of the work of the flesh produces an offspring called the son and the daughter of the work of the flesh. And the son and the daughter produce the grandchild of the original sin. You say, Pastor, what are you talking about? Hang with me just a minute. And pretty soon you see about the third generation in a state, maybe a mental state or a physical state, that they cannot get themselves out of and it takes the power of the Holy Ghost to deliver them. And I'm preaching to you the same way. Come on, I'm reaching for someone here today. The same way that the devil gets each successive generation deeper and deeper. Amen. I believe that each successive generation in the church can go higher and higher. That we don't have to get down in that old bog of sin. That old mire of iniquity. But we can go higher. I said higher. God said, I'm going to give you more. It's not God's will to give you less. God said, I'm going to take you to places you've never seen before. I'm ready to go see them. Hey, when these young people want to go on mission trips, 
I say, you better go. Why is that? Well, usually in life you get a little busier and a little busier and a little busier. And you may not have the freedom. You may not have the money, but if you have the time and the money now, amen, take a mission trip. Amen, go see what God's doing. Amen, I said go see what God's doing. Go see what the Holy Ghost, how it's being poured out. Oh, come on church, I'm preaching you, amen, to you today that God wants you to see the high things of God. I'll, t- I'll, tell you, I'll tell you moms and dads something else. I got old. My wife and I went to the Philippines and with Brother Buxton, and we got extremely nervous about living, about leaving thing one and thing two. We was like, oh, they, it didn't bother them none. They going to Grandma's house. Amen. Thank God for my mom and dad. Hallelujah. Amen. They bailed us out so many times. If I had to pay, pay them for all the times they watched my children, I'd still be in debt. And I'm still indebted. Praise God. Amen. I want, it, I want their influence in my walk with God, my children's walk with God. Amen. I said I want my children, amen, going to their house. Well, praise God. Amen. I'd rather be with, rather than be with somebody full of the Holy Ghost, uh, amen, than somebody might entice them to sin. Amen. Amen. But we said, Pastor Elder said, why, why are y'all making out a will and who's going to take care of your kids? And we said, well, what if something happens to you? He said, I'm going to tell you something right now, Nathan Carriker. He says, you're going to go to the Philippines, and you're going to come back. And he said, because you've got a work for God to do. And you know what you need to do is you need to quit worrying about all the what ifs and just say, what can I do for God? Hey, man, don't worry about what if I don't make it. Oh, what if you do a great work for God? See God's works in the deep. So Jesus said, therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seen, see not, and hearing, they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, saying, by hearing ye shall hear, shall not understand, seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is waxed, gross, their ears are dull of hearing. And their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. And then Jesus said, but blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. Blessed are your eyes. Blessed are your eyes, and blessed are your ears. You're blessed. Everyone say, I'm blessed. Because you hear it, and you see it. You're getting revelation. When you hear something, and you see something, and you say, wow, I never saw it that way before. 
I never realized that before. You know, what, what, okay, I'm reaching for you right now. What the devil does is the devil tries to say, oh, this is all the reasons why you can't. Well, wait a minute. What about all the reasons why I can live for God? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, what would happen if God called you to preach? Oh, I feel, I feel like there's people sitting in front of me here today, amen, that God is going to use as preachers, as preachers' wives. It's the highest calling in the land. And you know what you have to do, young person? Maybe, maybe you're an older person. You know what you have to do? Is you got to start hearing and seeing. Blessed are your eyes. Because they hear and they see. You say, Pastor, I'm still trying to hear what you're and understand what you're saying today. Well, I'm gonna get there. Just be patient. Many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which ye see and have not seen them. And to hear those things which you hear and have not heard them. You say, what's that saying? Is that in the Old Testament, they desired to look into it. Somebody turn to Hebrews chapter 11. Brother Joel, get that verse of scripture where it says, All these, having not received the promise, stand and read that. About a Hebrews chapter 11 and almost the end of the chapter. Praise God. Stand and read it. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, receive not the promise. That's Hebrews 11, 39. Hebrews 11, 39. All these having obtained a what? A good report. What does the next verse say? God having provided some better thing for who? Us. That they without us should not be made perfect. And so they were looking for the Holy Ghost. Can you imagine the prophet Joel as he was writing the verse of scripture in Joel chapter 2 verse 28, he was writing in the last days saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. That was as close to the Holy Ghost as he ever got. Was writing the word of God because the Bible says that holy men spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost, by the Holy Spirit of God. I believe those men, uh, Ezekiel and Jeremiah, they preached under the burden of the Word of God. Well, they said it's like fire shut up in my bones. They said, I feel this. But they, the, the Holy Ghost hadn't been poured out yet. I'll guarantee you, they had been some of the first ones getting the Holy Ghost. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. God that they could hear and they could see. Yeah. 
wheel in the middle of the wheel. You say, what is that, Pastor? I have no idea. You don't either. <laughs> People have tried to explain it and talk about it. King, the year the King Uzziah died, Isaiah said, I saw also the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. He saw what God wanted him to see. And then he heard the angels crying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. And he heard the holiness of God. You know what he did? Amen. As he said, oh God, I'm a man of unclean lips. Oh God, I don't know how in the world I can say what you want me to say. And you know what God did is he took a coal off of the altar. And the Bible says that he put it upon his lips. And he became a mouthpiece. For God, you know what happened when you got the Holy Ghost? Is God took a coal of fire and he put it upon your lips. He didn't give you the Holy Ghost to be a spiritual mute, to be silent. He gave you the Holy Ghost to be a witness. He said, behold, I'm going to give you power to be witnesses, to be witnesses. You say, what am I a witness of? I'm a witness of how God delivered me out of an old life. And he gave me so much. I may not be worthy and deserving of it, but he still gave me his spirit. Come on, I'm reaching for you right now. Oh, God, he gave me the Holy Ghost to be a witness. Don't be silent. Tell people, say, hey, I once was lost, but now I'm found. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Oh, Jesus. He said their heart is hard. That word heart in the, in the Greek is cardia. Does that sound familiar? What's wrong with your heart? Why is your heart hurting? Why is your heart not working properly? It says these people have, their heart is wax gross. A thickening or a hardening or a callousing of the heart. Oh God, I said to God this morning, God forgive me because I don't want my heart. I don't want my heart. I don't want my spirit I said, I don't want these things that the world is trying to put in them, God, but I want my heart to be right with you. Is your heart right with God? Oh, have you cried out to God and said, God, I want to hear more of you, oh God. God, I want to hear what you would have me to hear. I want to say, God, what you would have me to say. I don't want a hard heart. What's caused your heart problem? Sin. Sin. The original sin. Pride. Iniquity. Which one was first? I don't know. 
I don't know which sin was first, but God kicked both of them out of heaven. One fell swoop. He was taken out. Jesus said, Behold, I beheld Satan fall as lightning from heaven. What caused the sin? What was the effect? The effect of sin was separation from God. I hope you're hearing me today. The effect of sin was separation from God. Adam, who had communion with God, and then his communion with God was broken. Genesis 3 and 8, and it says, And they heard the voice of the Lord walking, the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden and in the cool of the day. Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord amongst the trees of the garden. The Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? Where are you at, Adam? Where are you at? Can you hear the call of God today? Another young man by the name of Samuel, hearing the call of God, the Lord called Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 3 and verse 4, and he answered, Here am I. And he ran unto Eli and said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I called not, lie down again. And he went and lay down, and the Lord called yet again, Samuel! And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Hear this today. Neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. We've been talking about these things. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. And he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, notice here, his pastor instructed him what to do. He said, go lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, that thou shalt say, speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place, and the Lord came and stood and called as at other times. Samuel, Samuel, then Samuel answered, speak, for thy servant heareth. Will you hear God speak to you today? He was taught by his pastor how to respond to the call of God, to the voice of God. And he obeyed what the man of God told him to do. What the man of God told him to do. Let's pray right now in the name of Jesus. God, I ask your Lord God for your spirit, God. Oh, to come down in this place right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We read about another call in John chapter 1. Now, Philip was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip findeth Nathanael 
and saith unto him, We have found him, of whom Moses and the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said unto him, Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? And Philip said unto him, Notice this, come and see. Seeing and hearing. Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and saith of him, Behold an Israelite indeed, in whom, there is, in whom is no guile. Nathanael said unto him, Whence knowest thou me? Jesus answered and said unto him, Before that Philip called thee, when thou wast under the fig tree, I saw thee. I saw thee. Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God, thou art the King of Israel. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Because I said unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, believest thou? Thou shalt see greater things than these. And he saith unto him, Verily, verily, notice this verse of Scripture. Hereafter you shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Notice it said upon the Son of Man. You say, what are you trying to say here, Pastor? Is that Jesus, Nathaniel saw, and then Jesus spoke to him, and he heard. But Jesus said, I am the way. And that leader, ladder reaching from the physical into the spiritual was Jesus Christ. He was trying to show him, hey, this is more than just a, a mental accentation to what just happened in your walk with God. But this is the Holy Ghost. God was getting a hold of his heart. God was saying, come on, follow me. And that man began to follow him from that point forward. And he began to see the spiritual. We're called out of darkness into marvelous light. And this is where I'm going to close today. Jesus said in Matthew 13, at the end of the scripture that we read for our text, he said, here, his last admonition to them was here. And then he said again, here, ye therefore the parable of the sower. When anyone heareth, when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom, and understandeth it not. Then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. I want to do more than just hear the word of God preached. But I want to understand and have revelation. Because I don't want the devil to steal what was sown into my heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. But he that, re he that received the seed in the stony places, the same as he that heareth the word. And for a short time, anon, with joy, for a short time, with joy, receiveth it. Yet he hath not root in himself, but endureth for a while. For when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. He also that receives seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word. And the care of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, choke the word, and he becometh unfruitful. But he that receiveth seed into the good ground, everyone say good ground, is he that heareth the word. 
and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. I want to ask you today, do you want to have that revelation that, God, this is more than just an experience? This is more than just coming to church, but this is a walk with you. If we could all stand here today, that, God, I want the seed of the Word of God to fall into my heart. Come on, church, let's pray right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, God, we need you right now, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God, glory to God. Oh, is there anybody here today that needs the Holy Ghost? God, I need you, Lord, right now. Why don't we gather to this altar? In the name of Jesus. Come on to the altar right now. It's the time to pray. Hey God, I want a brand new touch of the Holy Ghost today. But God, I want that revelation in my heart, my spirit of the things of you, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, come on, right now is the time to pray. Right now is the time to talk to the Lord. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Oh, let's talk to the Lord. Let's love him right now. God, I've heard your call. God, I'm not afraid, God. But I want your spirit working in my life, oh God. God, forgive me of all my sins. I need you right now, God. Come on, just repent. Ask God to forgive you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I agree, my desire, passionately, is to be what you called me to be, that's what I'll be, I will be what you've called me to be I'll say yes Lord I agree my desire passionately is to be what you've called me to be that's what i'll be i will be what you've called me to be i'll say yes lord i agree my desire 
passionately is to be what you've called me to be. That's what I'll be. I will be what you've called me to be. I'll say yes, Lord, I agree, my desire passionately is to be what you called me to be. That's what I'll be. I will be what you've called me to be. I'll say yes. Lord, I agree my desire passionately is to be what you called me to be. That's what I'll be. I will be what you called me to be. I'll say yes. 